Amen. God bless the singers. I don't know if you are feeling the breeze of heaven around you. I'm actually feeling the breeze of heaven. Turn with me to Deuteronomy chapter 32. Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 29. All that they were wise, that they understood this, that they would consider their later end. Oh, that they were wise, that they understood this, that they would consider their later end. God was speaking to men like you and I, and we want to consider a child, a baby that is born, and the baby begins to grow to a cradle, grows to a little boy or a little girl, then it becomes a teenage boy or a teenage girl, before you know, he becomes a youth, becomes an adult, grows into old age for those that are privileged to get that far, and then struggles. He wants to make money. He wants to live good. He wants to be happy. He wants to have good life. That is life. And that is proper. But someday, someday, he would have lived his life, expressed himself. And then what's next? What's next is what Hebrews chapter 9 tells us. In Hebrews chapter 9 verse 27. And as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment the judgment. After this, the judgment. We want to realize today that our life does not belong to us. I usually tell people that I meet that I take priority with something I borrow. And I tell people that the best way to say thank you when you borrow something is by keeping it well and returning it. That shows you are grateful. Your life does not belong to you. It is borrowed. Perhaps you don't know. I stand behind this holy pulpit under the authority and mandate of heaven to remind you that your life does not belong to you. It was given you by God. And you are going to give account of how you spent it. Every minute of the day, you will account for it. I will account for it. And that should make you very, very conscious. Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 9 and 10 tells us that the heart is deceitful and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I the Lord, try the heart and try the race to give to every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. So when we get, we are done with this side of life and we get to the other side of eternity, 
God who gave us life will require that we give account. When we give account, there will be reward for how we spent our life. I tell you tonight, you're already aware of our topic. When all is said and done. When all is said and done. That is what God wants to talk to us about. When all is said and done. After this life, there is going to be two places that any man who lived on this earth will finally live for eternity. Two places. There are no more than two. There are two places. And that is heaven and hell. We've sung so much about paradise. It's a beautiful place. And my prayer tonight is that God will qualify all of us for paradise. May God qualify you for paradise. May God qualify you for paradise. In the name of Jesus. You see, there was an account in Luke chapter 16, verse 22 to 26, the rich man and Lazarus. We're told that Lazarus died and was taken to the bosom of Abraham. The rich man died and he was in hell. He was suffering there. And when he begged for just a drop of water, he could not get it. That is how terrible hell is. But Lazarus was very happy in paradise. To understand that there is certainly something like paradise. There was this thief beside Jesus on the cross. In the book of Luke chapter 23 verse 40 to 43. And when he realized himself that he has done wrong. And even deserved to be punished. And he asked Jesus, please remember me in your kingdom. In verse 43. Jesus told him, today, you will be with me in paradise. That is called last minute grace. I don't know whether you're sitting here and you're running out of time. My prayer tonight for you, if you're already running out of time, may God grant you last minute grace. In the name of Jesus. Turn with me to Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes chapter 11 verse 9. It is because young people are always having this feeling, I want to enjoy life, I want to feel good, I want to make money, you want to show yourself. And many times you see the people bragging. And I begin to wonder, this same person bragging, if he has just a slight headache, slight headache, he feels like he's completely finished. But you will see somebody bragging. You're wearing nice clothes, you have a car, you feel on top of the world. It's a life that is borrowed. That you need to be very conscious of. Ecclesiastes. The preacher was warning young people. He said, Rejoice, O young man, in thy youth, and let thy heart cheer thee in the days of thy youth, and walk in the ways of thy heart, and in the sight of thy eyes. But no doubt, no doubt, that for all these things, God will bring thee into judgment. You have right to make your choices. Live the kind of life you want. 
Enjoy whatever you feel is pleases you. But remember, one day, God will bring this thing into judgment. And that is the point we are talking about today. You must not go to hell. It is a choice to make. I tell you, I tell you, look. Heaven and hell is a choice to make. But I, I, was, I was looking at this message and the Holy Spirit was telling me, do you know that getting to heaven needs you to be deliberate about it? But going to hell, you really don't need to be deliberate. And he gave me an instance. He said to me, when somebody needs to fall, he does not need effort to fall. If you get on a tree, you don't need effort to fall. Just release yourself. You have a free fall, fantastic free fall. But if you're climbing, there must be need for an effort. The same thing goes to students. If you want to pass, you must deliberately put effort. But if you want to fail, just play around. Chase, talk, make noise. Have good time. On the day of exam, just get to the exam and ask them, Hey guys, what are, which paper are we writing today? You don't even know the subject. It is so easy to fail. Relax. It is so easy to go to hell. Do nothing. Feel good. But if you must go to heaven, you must be deliberate. You must make effort. You must be conscious of heaven. And that is what all the songs we sang this evening is trying to awake our consciousness of heaven. May God tonight awake our consciousness of heaven in the name of Jesus. You know, somebody told a story. He said the worst thing that can happen to a man. Some people lose their spouses. Some people lose their parents. Some people even lose their children. And they cry. I've been to a burial where somebody saying, I want to go into the grave. Bury me along into the grave. But at the end, they just rescue the person. And nothing happens. And the man said, a couple just wedded. And they got home. A visitor came to their house. And when the visitor came, after the visit, the new husband just saw the visitor up. And as he was returning, crossing the road, a car hit him. And he died on the spot. The wife came, no, just, I just got married. No, I, why we that? They held her. She thought the worst thing had happened. Few days, few weeks, few months, few years, the pain is gone. Even remarried. Life continues. Do you know why? The worst thing that can happen to a man has not happened. I tell you the worst thing that can happen to a man. The worst thing that can happen to a man is to miss heaven. Because if you miss heaven, you cannot miss hell. If you miss heaven, you cannot miss hell. And that is why we are here tonight. <laughs> tonight. Is a night of decision. I don't know what is hindering you from making that decision. From totally yielding to God. You feel you're still very young. You want to enjoy life. Ah, I don't know. Maybe the money, the career, your position. I wonder what is hindering you. But I tell you, the truth is that it is good to strive for good things. But why striving? Why pursuing your career? Why pursuing the money? Involve God in it. And there will be a balance. It is possible you pursue the good things in life and you involve God, you will have a balance. Heaven does not 
push rich people away. It only pushes people who have sin in their lives away. You can be rich and be a saint. And the pearly gates will open for you. Involve Jesus. Involve God in your life. And you can be sure of heaven. Tonight, may God awaken your consciousness of heaven. In the name of Jesus. I pray God shows you something that will be a reminder. A couple of years back, I think 216 or 217, everybody traveled for the Christmas. I was home alone. And in the dream, we were two, we finished walking somewhere, we were going home. It was late. And then there was no vehicle. And I was asked, how do we get vehicle? They said, get to that junction, we got there. And we saw these warriors, you know, these local warriors in the attire, with the shield, they were running. And we saw two of them, we said, please, how do we get a vehicle home? And one of them said, there is a, a vehicle down there. Just hurry. It has two spaces. And we hurried. Just approaching the vehicle, it took off. The moment that vehicle took off, I woke up. For the first time in my life. The moment I woke up, tears rushed down my cheek. And that was when I explained what it means, hot tears. I just found myself on the knee beside my bed. I'm not telling you stories. I'm telling you what happened to me. I wept like a baby. And God said, Joshua, you missed the rapture. And you missed the rapture because of your overindulgence in social media. That was when to go was raining. He said, your overindulgence in social media has made you miss heaven. I was to come to this place for morning prayer, for prayer retreat. And he said, sit down, I want to talk. I sat. He said, get a paper and pen. I got a paper and pen. He said, right. He said, that vehicle you saw. Is the last flight going to heaven. I'm not telling you a story that was told me. God told me personally. He said, that is the last flight going to heaven. It is body. Those warriors you saw that directed you, they are the preachers. They are angels, urging people. Get on the flight. This is the last flight going to heaven. You can have all your reservations or all your excuses. I tell you personally, I know who I believe. I have proven God. To know that heaven is real. Hell is real. I have had enough revelation to stand and tell you heaven is real. Hell is real. And he said, that is salvation boss. And that is the last flight going to heaven. People are boarding. You must board the last flight. And I have come tonight to tell you, please, tonight, you must board the last flight. The last flight is boarding. You must get on board. May God give you the grace to get on board. In the name of Jesus. Heaven is a beautiful place. It's a place of peace. A place of mansions. Beautiful mansions. Streets of gold. John chapter 14 verse 1 to 3 tells us about Jesus. A, a beautiful dwelling that Jesus has gone to prepare for us. But I want to read Revelation chapter 21 verse 1. And I saw, that was John, the revelator, a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away. And there was no more sea too. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride, adorned for her husband. Three. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men. And he will dwell with them. 
and they shall be his people. And God himself shall be with them and be their God. For And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. And there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain. For the former things are passed away. There shall be no more death. There shall be no more sorrow. That is the promise of God. There is no time to tell you so many beauties of heaven. Just read through Revelation 21. The 12 gates. Different precious stones for each gate. Streets of gold. A wonderful place to be. I tell you again, you must not miss heaven. In the name of Jesus. You must not miss heaven. But there are only some people that are qualified. The same Revelation chapter 21. Verse 27 says. And there shall in no wise enter into it anything that defileth, neither whatsoever worketh abomination or maketh a lie, but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. The question is, is your name written in the Lamb's book of life? Are you still sure your name is still there? That is the question you must make sure of tonight before you leave this place. Because as we wind up, we are told in Romans chapter 9, chapter 10 rather, verse 9 to 10, that with the heart man believes unto righteousness, but with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. You just must open your mouth. Don't come to this altar and keep quiet. Tell God about who you really are. He knows you. There's no point hiding anything. Lord, I am sorry. I tell you tonight, the atmosphere in this place is different. The Holy Spirit, I can assure you, will speak to you. When he reveals something to you, just say, I own up. It is me. I'm sorry. That's all you need to do. Salvation is not as hard as some people see it. It's just, we lack sincerity. Be sincere in your prayers. Have mercy upon me, a sinner. That is what God requires of us. And I tell you tonight, God is here to show mercy. There are blessings for godliness. I'm telling you. If you're sick here, I can give you that assurance for free. Tonight, God will heal you. I, I am not just motivating you. I am telling you by experience. God heals. Our God is powerful. Jesus is here. Any kind of sickness you are, in this place with just a little faith. Your healing is sure. In the name of Jesus. There is no addiction that is bigger than God. Be it drug, be it whatever kind of addiction. I tell you tonight. Jesus himself is here. Every addiction will be broken. In the name of Jesus. Tonight. God wants you to do something. Some people say life is too short not to enjoy it. And I tell them, but eternity is too long not to prepare for it. Are you one of those that think life is too short not to enjoy? Also remember tonight that eternity is too long not to prepare for it. You must prepare for eternity. And that is exactly what we are doing. To make sure of our eternity. Maybe unbelief might hinder you. Maybe your position. Maybe the service you are rendering to God. You feel you are fine. 
you are a singer, you are a preacher. It doesn't matter. What matters is you can be sure of heaven. You must be deliberate about being sure. Look, you, you don't make sure of heaven in heaven. You make sure of heaven on earth. The Bible said nothing that the Father will enter there. It is here that you get ready. You don't get ready there. You must be sure that heaven can open for you when all is said and done. When you have served God, when you have played instrument for God, listen to Paul's prayer. After I have preached the gospel, that I myself become a castaway. No! No! Because it is possible! It is possible! And God wants us to make sure of heaven. I don't know whether it's boyfriend that might stop you tonight. You can surrender. There's nothing in boyfriend. There's nothing in girlfriend. You can leave it. You cannot. Look, when you, put, when you, when you, when, when you release it to God, you will see the wonderful thing it will do at all. Just, just release it. Release it. Whatever you know you're holding to, as the Holy Spirit reveals to you, just say, Lord, I release it to you. I release it to you. I tell you, you must not miss heaven. Because hell is not a place to go to. In heaven, there, in hell, there is no repentance. In hell, there is no salvation. There is no savior in hell. There is no Bible in hell. There's, there's no, there's, there's no salvation in hell. You need to understand this. You need to understand this. There's no forgiveness in hell. There is only one name that can keep you out of hell. There is only one name that can open the door of heaven for you. That name is not Methodist. That name is not Catholic. That name is not Anglican. That name is not apostolic faith. That name is not your church. That name is Jesus. Jesus is the only name. If you will only call upon the name of Jesus, you will be saved. Are you ready to call on Jesus? It is only one name under heaven. The altar is open. There is only one name under heaven. Given among men. By which we shall be saved. And that is the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. Is the only name. Three seven to we close. burn. Come and bless. Jesus, we want to be rapturable. Jesus, come and save soul. 
every hindrance that will not let us to get our blessings. Jesus, remove. Jesus, come down today. Bless. Heal. Revive. Thank you, Lord. For in Jesus' name we pray.